This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on the Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. The WLG Incubator is an initiative by the Whaling Galleries to mentor and collaborate with emerging Malaysian artists. And this year, the artists selected were Anas Afendi and Tang Zelai. Over a six-month program, the two artists worked with Malaysian artist Ivan Lum as their mentor and they spent that time discussing, researching and developing new concepts. Um, so the results of this are currently being shown in an exhibition called the WLG Incubator Incubator Young Artist Show at Whaling Contemporary, and that's on until the 15th of November. So joining me to tell us more are Anas and Zilai, as well as the director of Whaling Contemporary, Lim Whaling. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thanks, Shamila, for having us on the show. Um, so Whaling, maybe the, the, the best place to start would be um, how this idea of establishing a mentorship program came about in the first place. Um, you know, uh, we've had the gallery for, well, this is our 18th year um, in running it. And I mean, obviously, over the years, the program is changing all the time. Um, a decade ago, um, you know, a young artist would, would write in and, um, you know, we felt the work was interesting. Um, we would probably, you know, work with them and, and do a show for them, you know. But 10 years down the road, obviously, our program has evolved and developed in a good way. Uh, and now we think that we feel that, you know, beyond just doing a show for Nazis, it's really so much, it's very important to, um, first of all, identify um, who are the next generation of young artists. Um, and then also to provide a platform for them to be able to share what they have to say through their work. Uh, and also beyond that, to, to be able to nurture and guide and um, provide uh, a secure place where they can just sort of talk about what they, they are concerned about, you know, how about how, how, how they move forward with their careers, you know, where, where you know, how, how do you navigate um, this very sort of um, almost um, unclear path of being an artist? Uh, and so that's, that's basically the, the you know, in, in, in a nutshell, how this this evolved and we, we i was talking to a few um artists young artists as well as more senior artists and and they were saying that i think you know something like uh, an incubator and a mentorship program is something that would really benefit uh you know artists who are sort of emerging and coming out and and wanting to um push forward with their practice how long a mentorship uh, period is it okay first of all the, the Young young Artist Mentorship Program uh, was by invitation. So we spent, I think, the end of last year, we were already sort of, um, sort of um, putting our feelers out and doing research as to who, 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 the ne- who, who were some names, what were the names of artists who were interesting and who were you know, sort of pushing forward with their practice, who were um, sort of you know, even, even provocative or even just sort of making interesting work that was edgy and sort of... Um, we're, we're making sort of little waves on, on the art scene. So we compiled uh, a list, a grouping of about 15, I think 15 artists, and we sent them invitations. Okay. And then the process um, was um, eventually, I think from, from when we sent the letters out to the, when the ex- actual exhibition took place, it was a good nine months almost mm. so this the pro mentorship program itself was a six-month program in the end where the anas and zelai worked with ivan lam so that was six months but in, before that it was a three-month it was a three-month um yeah sort of 
processing and selection process, interviews, so on and so forth. Mm. Anas, yeah. what were what was your initial reaction when you were invited to apply for um, for the mentorship? I mean, what in your head? What did you think? What the value was for you? I think uh, when the galleries trust your your talent, I think it's quite it's it's an honor. Lah. So the mentorship also as well is the um, the engagement or conversation for me is the most important part of the program. Lah. They are lacking in terms of this kind of program in Malaysia. You know, sometimes we can produce a work that can be quite overwhelming for us to handle, and sometimes a certain work that could carry months or years to produce. Um, can be misleading at, 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 at a certain point of the process. So, so yeah, I think it really has in allowing the packaging, the subject in a much more relevant form of statement. What about you, Zelai? I think it's a um, fantastic uh, step for us to, I think it's our pride to be part of incubator programs because um, it is one of the, platform that um, supports young artists to have a voice. So Weiling, I know that uh, the mentor that they've been working with is Ivan Lam. Um, mm-hmm. But what was the, was there sort of a structure that the mentorship followed? Um, I found it interesting that Anas just mentioned that conversation was as much a part of it as the work itself. So, you know, was there a certain um, laid out structure? I think, Shamila, I think in, in, in instances like this, there's no formal structure. There was no formal structure in place. And actually, it was, it was very important that each artist sort of maintained their, their own identity. It was very important that they continue to make the work that, was, that resonated and was pertinent and was meaningful and honest for each of them. We did not want to impose any sort of structure. Ivan was just there basically to speak as as Anna said to talk things through to uh you know um to give, give the guidance to you know there were anything that you know sort of without interfering in in the process at all I mean just sort of like um sharing sharing his own experiences as an artist who's been on the art scene for 20 over years it really is about um connecting I mean I think I even connected with both of you um Zelai and Alison in different ways on different levels because both your, although you're both, your works are both very, very dis, dis, different and the approaches are very different. At the same time, you're both also, I think that the, what links the both of you is the fact that you are both so um, committed and uncompromising um, in, in, the, in, in the making of your work. So nothing really phases you, you know, and I think that was one of the real, the reasons, you know, we, we felt both of you were, were, were were um, you know the right fit for this program because you know you would you would be able to sort of have those conversations and have the debates and you know be able to sort of in in the conversation or the discussion with Ivan be able to sort of defend your work and defend the practice and you know th- that's the most important thing that at the end of the day the essence of who you are what you stand for what you want to say through your work comes through and that's what makes it powerful. Mm. I'm I'm curious, um, Zila. You know, when, did you come into the mentorship uh, with the work that you were going, the, the the art that you were going to work on already planned, or was it something that developed along the way? The works had developed since 2018. Um, that's the time that I also started my master course in USM. Um, so as as the program is like, you know 
discuss along like what should I do and how should I go about it. Um, so there is there is a like more extension towards my works rather than changing and try to relook into language of uh, works again over and over again. And Anas, what about you? Um, how long have you been working on this particular series? I think it all started back to uh, six or seven years ago when I um, arrived to KL from my hometown. So uh, when I arrived here, I felt that there was uh, some sort of uh, internal conflict within myself, uh, a clash of cultural values or clash clash of cultural identity. So so I decided to create a work that circles the theme of drawingness. And I produced a few series of drawings based on the, the experience, the emotions and, and past knowledge for my journey that finally would lead up to this current work about Bangaran. So I would say it's since the past two years, I've been planning to do this work. Um, Zila, do you want to tell us what your works are? works are mainly on, of course, um, showing, also sharing the identity of being queer and also being a queer artist and as well as, uh, of course, uh, look into um, the issues of insecurities and memories as well as um, uh, there's a lot of other uh, like COVID situation that we are going through right now for the past like eight months. And um, I noticed that uh, you've worked a lot with Pink. So it's a, it's a very monochromatic um, exhibition. I mean, series, it's, you know, a lot of different shades of pink. Um, what was the motivation behind that? Um, pink is, well, it's a general color, but um, it's always been something that is ignored for example, for, for the men, we think that pink is still maybe a fearful color to use for. Like, we think that pink is not a necessity to use. Um, to me, I think that is what really captured my, my more attention towards it because I find that there is certain uh, things that I can resolve with just the color of pink. And then there is a notion of gender when it refers to pink and blue, like, for example, in the Western culture, we have this uh, gender reveals, like, whether is it boy, whether is it girl, by using pink or blue, um, but because now it's actually genderless, like, Celine Dion is, you know, she came up with a fashion line that is totally has nothing to do with gender. So that, that's why I think that this issue should be voiced out. And Anas, yours, on the other hand, is, um, as you just mentioned, quite a sort of personal journey. It's, it's got to do with found objects and recreating memories. Can you describe what the work is? Uh, so um, in this work, I assume the role of an archaeologist, um, naturalist, botanist, and, and as well as an artist. So the process of the work was driven by those, um, I would say, amateur scientific methodologies. So, um, and the role of the artist interplayed those methods, but mostly after the excavation and the work on site was done, I want the audience or the viewers to understand that there are multiple layers of process involved in creating, um, say, a scientific theory, historical monument, or even an art. The insulation itself is a sort of 
ground level, um, you know, you want them to sort of um, almost kneel down or, or squat down and look at the objects. Um, you know, what what is this? What is the experience that you hope to create in the in the viewer? Um, I think in the end, the objects is just a mundane objects. So um, when the viewers squat down, I can see that the viewers can, you know, they they squat down, they investigate the objects like I did back then. So in a way, I hope that they can. I hope that the objects can engage them in a way um, that simple object, mundane objects can also be considered as art. You, know, you can take inspiration from your experience, your knowledge and your surrounding self. Wailing, Zilai, um, you know, mentioned in passing just now COVID. Um, and I was just wondering, obviously, when you had planned this this program, that wouldn't have been a feature, but it's very much become a reality in the last year. Um, how did that change or, or sort of restructure what you had in mind in terms of the mentorship program? Well, I mean, look, even today, Shamila, even with us sitting here. Yes, on a Zoom call. It's relevant to the times. I mean, you know, we are sitting, I would normally be in the studio with you. Yes. And, we'd be in the studio, and here we are at home sort of doing this through Zoom. So things are evolving. Um, but anyhow, um, basically, in, initially, uh, when we... we um, first started um, um, the mentorship, um, the interview process. I think it even started, the interview process started just two weeks into the lock, the first lockdown that we had. So we had to do the interview process with both. With, well, with the, we had, I think we had five artists um, shortlisted at that time. Uh, we had to do the inter- interview process through Zoom like this, you know, um, you know, with, with, my, with my team and with Ivan. Um, and, you know, I suppose... There's that disconnect a little bit, I think, when you're not sitting in front of some, of the, sitting with a person, you know, feeling them and talking to them and, and getting the, the, the energy and the vibes, you know, there is a difference, you know, but I think, look, at the end of the day, um, the essence of what um, both artists were trying to convey and, you know, the, the conversations that we managed to have through Zoom, you know, happened. And then obviously we're very thankful that the, the date of the launch of the show actually happened, I think maybe 10 days or a week before the second lockdown or see a second CMCO yeah, happened. So, yeah. you know, we were able to still have the, you guys were still able to do your, your little opening. I mean, obviously in smaller numbers, but I think that hasn't worked against it has worked for it. We were still able to, to, to have that. And this has been a really wonderful um, flow. I mean, the galleries are still open, but by appointment, and visitors are still coming through, making an appointment to come through to see the show. And so, look, of course, we have to adapt. And of course, you can look at it with a glass half full as opposed to half empty, you know. Um, and so, you know, I think we've adapted quite well and, and the show has gone on and it's still on. In fact, what we're doing is we're extending the exhibition by uh, a f- about a week or so, so that, you know, people have an opportunity they want to, to come and, you know, interact with the, the pieces. Because I think imp- very importantly, I mean, you know, people are saying, oh, we've got to do exhibitions by through viewing rooms or digitally. But, you know, there's nothing um, more compelling than seeing and feeling the works in the flesh, like going there, as they say, squatting down and mm. looking at Anas's work and, you know, sort of going down and feeling that, that soil, you know. And then with Zerlai's work to just be in front of, 
of those that pink and blue, those pink and blue hues, and, and really getting into what he was trying to say as as a whole, right? So, you know, uh, I don't know, Ashima. I mean, yes, COVID nineteen has happened, but you, we are rising above it. You know, it's just, <laughs> well, <laughs> we're moving forward. Of course, the the other part of that, and and I was thinking about this when I was preparing for this interview, um, is the fact that. Um, in a year where a lot of people who work in the arts have been feeling like uh, there's not a lot of opportunities, I was wondering what it was like for the two of you um, to have to have this time to go through a mentorship and maybe have a bit of reflection and conversation about your work. Um, I think COVID has trained me to eat more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, of course, during the the process of accepting what COVID situation is, I think is making us more resilient in our own space, uh, in our own house, especially to be more safe. And Wailing, I do understand that you're planning to launch the next phase of the mentorship program as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, you know, I think I think it's going to become a yearly thing. Um, the the Young Artist Mentorship Program, I think, would be would be wonderful if we could we'll, we'll be able to carry it forward on an annual basis. So at least every year, you know, there are one or two interesting artists that we can we can give a platform to to share their work and you know hear what this next generation have to say you know I mean I think that's so important you know um, so we're starting now because. We're coming to the end of 2020, yes. hallelujah, thank goodness. <laughs> and, so, and so, yeah, we, we have to start that ball rolling. And what we're doing, a little, it's a little bit different this time because um, it's going to be, we're, we're asking nominators to nominate um, artists to, for us. And um, yeah, so that would be interesting to, 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 to sort of give us a new perspectives into um, different practices and things like that. And we will also be doing our own research by invitation. So it will still be by invitation, but we will be inviting nominators to, to be a part of, the, of this process. So nominators meaning people from outside of Whaling Gallery, but yes, from the yes, arts industry. In the art industry, in the in the in who are in the media, who mm. are you know, who are exposed to seeing lots of interesting work um, all around them. So yeah. So that that would be I think that would just sort of lend more sort of a, a more sort of varied um perspective um to to this to this program. Well, just to wrap up, um, I wanted to hear from both Anas and Zilai uh, in terms of because the exhibitions will be open. The exhibitions will be open until the 15th of November, I believe. Um, so I was wondering what you hoped people would take away from coming to the, to your show. I think full of laughter, like, you know, they can laugh at it. They can because the works are made for them to just laugh at it um, as well. I think um, for those like who maybe have more questions, uh, I think they can take a message that um, art can be a voice, art can be an expression for justices, for human rights, for, um, yeah. So I think that's all. <laughs> and Anas? Um, well, um, I have an interest in, on, on how knowledge of, of art are being presented. Um, is it just to make beautiful objects or um, much more than that? And I believe to be an artist, I have to be constantly responsible, not just towards myself, but towards um, the, 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 the environment. So um, 
for instance, the, the viewers, of course, some are pets, engineers, doctors, or, or even a radio DJ. <laughs> but, their, but their artistic intuition, whether it is small or large, is what drives them in providing solutions in, in many other ways. And that, to me, is what should be the most important subject in developing culture throughout history, uh, which is um, uh, the, the, the creativity. So, in a way, I want the audience or the viewers to understand that that process is the most integral part of the work rather than the whole outcome. So, so yeah, but the point here is making a work of art really gives you confidence. You know, viewers who come to the exhibition, you know, you really need to look beyond the surface of the works because with each of, with both Anas and Zelai, I can say this, that the works are multiply layered. You know, what you see, it just gives you a very surface of what they're both trying to say individually. Um, and, um, you know, uh, I'll just give you an example for, for each, well, for both Anas and um, Zelai's work. For Anas, for example, there's a, there's a series and um, he's taken um, um, plants, you know, or flowers, right? And he's framed them into, in a very scientific, they always almost look like scientific sort mm-hmm. of presentations. But then if you read the fine print and he's written in, in handwriting, you know, like this plant, reminds me of the time when you know my grandfather would during my grandfather's funeral for example you know so it's very sort of there's very there's an intimacy in in that and a poetry beyond just seeing a dried you know like a dried plant because you have to go deeper and you've got to read and and then you understand you know where where you know the sensitivity with which and the thought with which this work has been made right and then for in 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 Kenry's um Zelai's work, you know, there's so many, you know, um, questions that one asks in, in, in looking at this wonderful, as you say, this almost monochromatic blue and pink hues that fill up, fill up the gallery. And then he's made a piece, um, almost like a sculpture um, of using fishing net, old fishing net. And it actually is his grandmother, an homage to his grandmother, and then you look closely and he's taken the nests, little nests of insects that were formed inside his grandmother's house and he's salvaged them and he's placed them inside this, this nest, which is, you know, it reminds him of his grandmother. And, you know, when you look at work like this and you feel, oh my goodness, you know, it, it, we, we've all been there. We've all seen that. Like, you've seen a nest somewhere and then you just think, you know, oh, okay, it's, it's there, it's gone. I would never think of salvaging that, of remembering, taking myself back to a place through this this insect's nest. It, I mean, these are all just really little, I mean, just I'm just giving you an example for mm-hmm. each artist yeah. where I just go in and spend time and be with that work. And you will take, there's so much takeaway from it. Mm. Yeah, and so many levels. Especially this year when really, I mean, even getting out of the house feels like a treat. I think having something so sensorial and 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 being able to be in a space and interact with the work is quite a joy. I think. And the gallery, there's hey, there's you know, you come make an appointment. It's not that we've got you know people queuing up like going to Robinsons. You know, no, they can you can come and you'll be on your own in the space for one hour. So yeah, so I hope more people will come through and have a look. Thank you so much, everyone. 
No, thanks, Shamila, for having us. Thank you, Samuel. I've been speaking with artists Anas Afendi and Tang Zilai and gallery director Lim Wei Ling about the WLG Incubator, which is a mentorship program for emerging artists. The results of the program are being shown in an exhibition that is on at Wailing Contemporary, and that's until the 15th of November. The show is by appointment only, so for more information, go to wailing-gallery.com. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.